Welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Y'all got to help me read. When Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus, he described many of the gifts of blessings and believers received from the Lord. The greatest of God's many blessings are in the spirit. Let's Let look, look at, at some, some of them. We're experiencing some of them. I don't know about you, but I don't just want to read the book of Acts. I want to experience the book of Acts. I think we're doing some of that now. Our Lord Jesus. Okay. Get <laughs> up in here. Oh, oh, Shabbate, Moleando Robosi, Oyabayadore Asato, Oyabakosh Deviando. We say Tion de Rivia Soto Shaba, Moria Bayan Noroboko, Mandidia say, Boya Boko Shandibio, Oya Bayaso Torabaha, Co Shebiande. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ah. Whew, okay. Okay, we're reading again. Just, Just as, as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Ephesians 1 and 4. We were on God's mind before the creation of the world. Tell your neighbor before the world was formed, he thought about you. And he formed you. Before you were even one in your mother's womb. Now, now, if you think about that carnally, it doesn't make sense. That's why God is a spirit. You're a spirit being. You have a soul and you live in a body. How he made you is after him. I think God wasn't made from no dumb ape. I wasn't made from no tadpole. I was made after the image of my God. Yeah. 
Thank you, Pastor Mike, again for the message that you brought last week. Thank you. So powerful. But I just want to encourage you from that message. We all have a purpose. And unless I really come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, I will never understand what that purpose is. Won't happen. I can go to school. I can increase in knowledge. There's nothing wrong with those things. But it will not fulfill me. It's when you come to know the Lord. It's when you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll find out that you're getting to know him. Because we're still going to be all eternity knowing him. And there's no way on this side, well, yeah, I know God. No, you don't. You're knowing him, but he's too big for our puny brains. He's a big God. He's a great God. He's a redeeming God. He's an encouraging God. He's a loving God. He's a powerful God. And he loves you. And he loves me. I thank God for that. Because again, I would be not on this earth if he didn't love me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Lord. All right, let's try to move on. Reading. In him we, we have, have redemption, redemption through his, his blood, through the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1 7. He paid the price to set us free. He paid the price for us to have a new life. He paid the price to set us free. And he paid the price for us to have a new life. So, well, Brother T, you don't know what I've been through. But he had a paid the price already for you to start anew. So I can, I can hash, um, I thank God for Pastor Steve class. Those of you that still having unforgiveness problem, please come to the class. It's on Wednesday nights. It starts at 6.45. 6.45. Come to the class. Get free. And I was like, well, the Lord's supposed to do it. Well, some tools he left up to us to do. Pastor Steve said, come to the class. And you say, well, God's going to do it. Well, if you come to class, God will do it. Okay. Whew. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so messed up right now. I don't even see how I'm standing here. Okay. Ooh, Lord. All right. So the Lord redeemed us. God redeemed us through the blood of Jesus. Now, just to recap, I know we know what this means, but I like to recap just to remind myself. What is redeemed? To buy 
or to pay off or to clear by payment. That means I owed a debt that I couldn't pay. And he paid a debt he didn't owe. So now who do I owe? I owe him. Well, I like it or not, I don't want to owe nobody. Sorry, you owe him. He paid for you with his blood, purchased me with his blood. So whether I like it or not, I owe him. But he's not a type of God to say, hey, pay me what you owe. Don't tell you, take the class. You don't want to be turned over to the torturers. Take the class. <clears throat> okay, I'm not here to preach about unforgiveness. Uh, I'm sure everybody in this room, some way or another, had unforgiveness. I know I have several times. But God gives you steps to take so that you can be free. You don't have to stay in torment. Why am I? Why am I? Why? I don't know. Okay, Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm, okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I, I got to stay here for a minute. What I heard about unforgiveness that really made it click for me is someone explained it this way. Unforgiveness is the poison you swallow expecting the other person to die. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Because I went, wait a minute. I'm poisoning myself? Oh, yes, you are. How am I poisoning myself? Because unforgiveness brings bitterness, grief, unbelief, sickness, disease. You know, they trace back a lot of women cancerous parts, like their body parts and everything, to unforgiveness that they have against another woman. Proven, documented by doctors. You can have that one for free. Okay. Okay. But God doesn't want you to stay there. Had it not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? He's on your side. He's not against you. Well, God is against me. This is happening, bro. I know you're going through a lot. I'm not saying you're not. But if God was against you, you would be a thought and then it's vaporized if he was against you. But he's for you. Tell your neighbor he's for you. All right. But he purchased us with his blood. What a price to pay. Now, I like the way Pastor Porsche said, he said, I'm still drunk, so I'm trying to piece this together. 
She said it like this, the, the difference from Jesus' blood and any other so-called religious God or person is that Jesus had the DNA of God. You can't trace him to an earthly father. He was born by the spirit of God. So therefore you can't find the chromosomes that you would find in a male on earth. Y'all get the picture, right? Okay. But because he is God, he felt every, every pain, every informity, anything you can name that you could feel, he felt all of it. For my benefit and your benefit. Why? Because he could truly say, I know what you're going through. There's a lot of us that we hear testimony, we hear people going through stuff, we can sympathize that they're in pain, but he's the only one that say, I know, because he's felt all of it. Now, can you imagine, just imagine, on the cross, he has every anguish, every single torment that you can think of, all at the same time. He's carrying the sin of the world, actually becoming sin, sin himself. I don't know about you, but I owe him big time. Let's read. In him we have redemption through his blood. Let's say that again. In, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1 7. God canceled the debt that we could not afford to pay. God restored our relationship with him. I love it. In him we have redemption through his blood. So if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, we would not have redemption. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of my grace. Oh, wait a minute. His grace goes deeper than mine. So in order to forgive, maybe I have to have his yeah, but I don't want to. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they did to me. I don't care what you say. I don't want to. Well, to be honest with you, if you quoted the sinner's prayer, there's this little phrase that goes, forgive us our debts we forgive our debt. What does that mean? That means until I forgive, I cannot be forgiven. It's a principle that he set up. So I'm not saying you aren't, everyone in this room have been done wrong one way or another and did people wrong one way or another. 
But the main thing is, aren't you glad that he has forgiven us? I know I am. I ain't burning in a devil's hell. Thank you, Jesus. I owe him. So, and because I owe him, I want to do what he wants me to do and not what I want to do. Because why, what I want to do sometimes, kill, murder, destroy, punch, slap, burn. But the Lord, no, what did I do for you? Lord, you're right. Please help me. Help my heart. Help my heart. Change my heart. Not my words, my heart. Because we can honor him with, it, with our lips and then our heart is far from him. It, it doesn't say a little way, it's far. So we can say all the churchy stuff, well, praise God, and in your heart you like, I hate your guts, get out of my... Y- y'all think dumb? I'm not kidding. People do that in church. Thank God for his grace and thank God for his mercy. When I can put on his strength, then it makes me respond like him. And the world is waiting to see him. They don't want to see T. Just telling you. Because then they see the goodness of God and then glorify their father in heaven. That's how it works. That's scripture. They know it's not coming from us because we're just like them. And that's what happened in the upper room. When they saw them glorifying God and the glow that was on them, knowing that these men are not of our country, they haven't studied in our theology school, how are they speaking the wonderful works of God in our language? Must be God. Must be God. I owe him. Okay. Here we go. In him him you also trusted. After after you you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Ephesians 1.13. God proves his presence with the Holy Ghost and promises even more blessings and inheritance to the praise of his glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So he sealed us with the Holy Spirit and promise. The Holy Spirit is a promise from God. It is it's not he's only given to Pastor Steve and Pastor Portia. Anyone who's available that would ask and believe, he's available. And you shall receive, Pastor Steve, I recorded power by myself after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I don't know about you, but I need all the power I can get from God. I cannot do it by myself. 
and I definitely can't handle people by myself. I need the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost said, whoa, don't you say that. Don't say it. Put that hand down. No. Oh, Lord, you're absolutely right. Thank you. And then come to find out the person's going through something that I didn't know. And he'll say, no, speak in this area. They're actually hurting. Okay. Well, Lord, they were finna get hurt. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. But then when the Holy Ghost comes on me, he says, no, stop thinking carnal. Get out of your flesh. Now, this is actually the scene of what's really going on. They've lost their parent or their daughter. or I want you to speak into that. And then instead of me punching somebody out, I can say, listen, I can see that you're hurting. Can I pray for you? Okay, yeah, sure. The Lord sees you're hurt. He knows you've lost. It's going to be all right. He knows. And you lead them to the Lord, and then they become a follower of Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. Now, what if I would have did the first thing? What? I'm, I'm, what? Bop! Then God don't get the glory, and God forbid that person goes to hell. And I could be on my way. That's right, Pastor Steve. That's right. That's right. I could be on my way. Why? Because I got in the flesh. The thing about forgiveness is everybody wants forgiveness. But most people don't want to give forgiveness. We want to be forgiven. But when it comes to us giving it, okay, it's your turn. See, you have no idea what they've done. Well, in all due respect, I don't want to know. Why? Why wouldn't do Because I don't want to have nothing in my heart against them, and I don't have anything in my heart against them. However, there's something that God wants you to deal with. I shared this once. I got to share it again. I shared it with the class. There was a young man that I was going to end his life. So help me God. I was like, okay. You think I'm just an old fart or something? Okay. <laughs> like, there's still some fight in me. And I know how to take you out. Now, I was either going to do it myself or I was going to get it done. Either two. So help me God. Pastor Portia calls me and says, why am I hearing murder? I said, sis, you got me. You got me. That's me. Pray for me. She did. But the Lord had to reel, reel in my thoughts. Because I'm telling you, I was there. I was, you are going to die. My last words to that young man is, you better know Jesus when I see you. Again, I'm just being honest. 
So that was, I was actually in church. Pastor Steve said, that is true. And I told the young man, I will put down this Bible right now, me and you in the parking lot. I was carrying my Bible. I said, I will put this Bible down and me and you in the parking lot. Oh, no, Mr. McCurdy. Okay, well, you better change something quick. Anyway, we'll get off that. <laughs> he had done my family wrong. We'll just put it that way. He had done my family wrong. I could pretty much take a lot of stuff when it comes to me. You miss my family, there's a different me. But the Lord had to change my perspective. And this is how he changed it. He said, I want you to pray for the young man. I said, I'm going to pray for him. I said, if I do pray for him, I'm going to pray for him. He get hit, get hit by a Mack truck. That'll be my prayer. And the Lord just waited. He's so patient. He's so loving. He said, I want you to change your perspective, and I want you to pray for him as if you were praying for your son. Lord, you're just not fair. Now, here's what changed everything. He said, because he's my son. I owe him. Okay, Lord, for your sake, I'll do it. But it broke after I began to truly pray for that young man. Broke, totally free, totally. And in fact, I still think of him often, not to remember the pain, but to remember I still need to pray for him. Because it's only by the grace of God that it wasn't my son. So just the person that you might be hurting over it's only by the grace of God that you're not on the other side not knowing God. Or in a place to where you don't realize you're hurting people. Just a quick, this hurting people hurt people. You see somebody just belligerent, just, they're hurting. But it, I used to have the mindset, okay, this dude needs to be taken out. That was my mindset. And like, you belligerent, you want to act uh, stupid? I can act stupid right with you. Okay, let's go. Lord, no. Reel that mind back in. Stop thinking carnal and be of the mind of the spirit. But I can't do that if I haven't spent time with Jesus. I can't do that unless I get in my word and let the word wash my mind. I can't do that unless I allow the Holy Spirit to deal with me so that I can speak out of compassion. Have you ever talked to somebody, there's no compassion at all? Just like, wow, what happened to your soul? But I get 
fearful for those people because then I'm like, what has happened to them that caused them to actually lock up in their heart? And they don't feel anymore. How do we get way over here? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm almost done, actually. I'm almost done. Okay. When God's dealing with us, again, he's so merciful. He don't deal with us like we deal with people. He deal with us through his grace, through his love, through his mercy. And thank God, he draws us with love and kindness. He don't draw us with a rod of correction. He actually draws us with love and kindness. And to be honest with you, that's why I stayed with him. I, I first got saved because I was scared to death to go to hell. But after that, what kept me was his love and his grace and his mercy. And that's how he wants to keep us. I'll be honest with you. Some people need the hell scared out of them. But what keeps you is his love. I thank God every day that I wake up, it's a choice to still love my wife and to still honor her and to still want to be with her and to still respect her enough that when she doesn't see me, I'm still married. Because here's how the Lord helped me with that. What if she doing the same thing you're doing? So it helped me change my perspective on how I see things. When I look through his eyes, there's more grace. There's more compassion. There's more wisdom. A lot of people, man, you have a lot of wisdom. Man, that's all God's, bro. That is all God's. And a whole life of pain and suffering. When you go through, you can sit down with Pastor Mike. He can tell you some stuff. Why? It's not just because he's a man of wisdom. He's going through some stuff. So he can tell you. Don't go this way, T. It's going to be tempting, but don't go that way. We overcome by the word of the Lamb, blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. You have a testimony? And we love not our life to the death. Most people can handle the first two. The last part, I ain't with that, T. But he don't want you to love your life like you would love your life. But love not your life to the death. What does that mean? I'm willing to die for him. In my mind, my will, my emotions. Most people get emotionally compromised. And then the enemy has you. When I was emotionally compromised with a young man, the Lord was like, oh, 
they have to change your mind and then sit down with me. I'll talk to you about stuff. I have to change my mind. When most people are compromised, what happens is the devil says, she don't like you. He's cheating on you. She stole that money from you. Feel that that's true. Going on your feelings. It's not true, but it feels true. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That's how the enemy gets us emotionally compromised, and then next thing you know, we're in the flesh. Because it feels true. It's not true. Where's your God now? What just happened? Don't he love you? Haven't you given your life to him? He's supposed to protect you. What just said? You was just in an accident. In fact, you barely made out of there alive. You got a broken leg. He said he would give you angels charge that you wouldn't even bash your foot against the stone. What happened? But emotionally compromised? You're right. This did happen. And the Lord said he would do this. And then next thing you know, I'm agreeing. I remember the Lord spanked my behind this way. He said, stop listening to the devil preach. And I have to think about it. Because what do we do? We hear him lying and we agree. Amen means what? That's what it means. So we listen to the enemy preach and we say amen. Not no more. Tell them no more. I'm not listening to your lies. I've been bought with a price. Okay. Here we go. We are responsible for what we do with the word of God. We need to be fearful and seeing that, that it is produces a good, good crop in us. us. We need, need to continue, continue to, to sell, sell the word so that others can receive the fruit. That's actually supposed to be so, but yeah, so, but yeah. Continue to sow the word. We need to continue to sow the That's word to be, yeah. so that That's others so. can receive the fruit. That was a typo. We need to continue to sow the word so that just me. No, it's for somebody else. Your testimony is actually for somebody else to get free. You think he was going through it just to go through it? No, the enemy meant for evil, but God turned around for his good. For the Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. But we are responsible for what we do with the word of God. Now, the word of God is supposed to be in me. But what I do with it, it's up to me 
so that I can grow. Well, I know the word says that, but I heard a minister say this. I know the word says that, but I'm not ready to do that. Okay. So my response is, don't we supposed to lead by example as ministers? Just letting you know, you're all ministers. You're all ministers, not just Pastor Steve, Pastor Portia, Pastor Mike. No, we are all ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Somebody is reading our page. We are living epistles, read of everybody around you is reading your story. I don't know about you, but I want mine to be right with God. It has to be. I'm tired of my flesh. I'm tired of the enemy. A lot, and just letting us know, a lot of things we blame on the devil, it's your flesh. So, well, pray for me, Pastor T. You know, I, I messed up. Well, how did you mess up? Well, I was having Bible study over my girlfriend's house. So, you know, I, I, I said, uh, you know, I, uh, it's getting late. I, you know, well, let's pray on it. Okay. <laughs> so what happens? Your flesh says, I heard from the Lord. And I can stay tonight. You a lie. Your flesh said, don't you want to try it? And you said, yeah. And so your flesh wins. Just a little word of wisdom. Whatever your flesh wants to do, do the opposite. Me and my wife, when we were dating, I had to set boundaries. I know T. She was like, well, babe, can I hold your hand? Nope. But we're, but we're outside, I know. You won't hold my hand? Nope. Why? Because I owe him. My life is to him first. So I need to know what he's saying first. Not me. Hey, T, we can make some money, man. You know, real quick. You know, we just sell this uh, pot store. And, uh, man, we can make a uh, hundred grand a piece. Do I need the money? Yes. How to get the money? No. Sorry, can't be a part. Why you can't be a part? That's going to mess up my testimony. <laughs> but I know this. Every last one of you are more powerful than you think. God wants to use every last one of you. Every last one of you. And the time, I'm not talking about 10 years, 20 years from now. 
I'm talking about right now. Now faith. Now faith. Uh, now faith. But hold on. Hold on what you got. And my dad used to tell me this. He says, if you feel yourself slipping, tie a knot and hold on. So hold on. Hold on to God. Hold on to the things that he's promised us. Hold on to the word. Hold on to the promise of the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Spirit with promise and hold on to the next thing. Lord, what are you saying? What do you want me to do? He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. You know, not to get off, but in Revelation, it says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Then pretty soon, the church is not mentioned. He that has an ear, let him hear. What happened to the church? It's in Revelation. Anyway, but I want to encourage you today, don't give up. If you get knocked down, get back up with a vengeance. Amen. God is for you. God is for you, and he's more than the whole world against you. Every head bowed, you can keep your eyes open because the Lord says, watch and pray. But I don't want anyone looking around. But if you're here today and the word found you out, either for three reasons, you're away from the Lord and you know it's time to come back. Number two, you never gave in, given your heart to the Lord, but you know the moving of the Holy Ghost today, he was all over you. You've never felt his presence like that, but you know you need him. And number three, the enemy has always told you you're not saved. You got this problem, and it continues to be a problem, so you're not saved. If you fit into any of these three categories, I want you to raise your hand. I want to pray with you and for you. Thank you for the hand. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you for that hand. I see that hand. Do something for me. Just stand up on your feet real quick. And I want everyone to say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Take out the stony heart. Take out the stony heart. Put in a heart of flesh. Put in a heart of flesh. Wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Change me. Change me. Let me never be the same Let again. Let me never be the same again. I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on sin. I turn my back on sin. And I follow you, Lord Jesus. And I follow you, Lord Jesus. I tried. I tried to do it by myself. To do it by myself. But I know. But I know I can't do it without you. I can't do it without you. So cleanse me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Wash me. In the blood. In the blood of the Lamb. I believe. I believe. Jesus. Jesus is the Christ. Is the Christ. The Son. The Son of the, of living, the living God. And I believe. I believe. He's coming back. He's coming back again for me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. If you would like to learn more about us, 
please visit EncounterJesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro in your app store.